try to go up it one more can. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And, uh, Manny, how you doing today? Uh... So far, no mutations or superpowers. That's a shame. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, you are vaccinated now. Sadly. Sadly? I, I still wanted superpowers. Well, sorry, bud. That just didn't happen for you. It was already a disappointment that I didn't get like scorpion powers when I took that scorpion tequila shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure if you start you know, letting a good variety of bugs bite you and or consume you know you'll be all right you'll get it all through the power of tequila right (laughs) (laughs) no yeah um last friday i went to get vaccinated um i don't qualify just because of the age range but since i work in agriculture uh that's another segment that i was able to qualify for the vaccine same with uh, all of our workers so some of the workers are moving through are already requesting paperwork to show proof that they work in agriculture when they make their appointments and everything okay nice yeah and i went for the johnson and johnson vaccine sweet dude so you only had one and done one and done it will probably take about two weeks to fully well from what i've heard it will be fully taken effect but yeah i did have some some interesting side effects that resembled covid but some tylenol i was good honestly Okay, nice. Yeah, just like body chills, body aches, extreme exhaustion, fatigue. But uh, that was pretty much my weekend, sleeping. Well, I mean, that's my weekend every weekend, so. Right? (laughs) That's good, though. At least it's out of the way for you. Yeah, uh, me and my mom went to go get vaccinated. Uh, My dad, he had the same appointment with us, but because of work, he had to cancel it just because work... it meant me and my mom and my dad leaving together to get the vaccine at the same time. But work kind of got out of hand at the end of the day where our appointment was, so he had to stay behind. Okay, yeah. So he's going to have to reschedule later on. All right, but at least he's already like, well, I guess because of you guys' industry, you guys are already available to get it anyways. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah, quite a few of our workers have already gotten vaccines, so it's a steady progress. Nice, nice, nice. And I think after seeing or hearing that me and my mom got the vaccine, some of the workers are now like asking questions and getting more information about like how the whole process works and everything. So it just goes to show that it's it's a good sign that they're showing interest in everything. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean to pry too much, but I think you actually had a uh, a worker that was affected really badly by it, right? By the vaccine? No, by COVID. Uh, we had one worker that passed away. Yeah, so I'm I'm sure that affected it. You know, the other employees seeing that. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if that's not an eye opener, <laughs> I don't know what is. Yeah, and, and a few other were hospitalized in like really critical conditions, but they all pulled through. Honestly, that's good. Great mm-hmm. to hear. Very unfortunate about the one, but mm-hmm. I mean, it it sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. At least uh, there's another, you know, another couple people getting vaccinated. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, have you felt the mark of the beast yet? What do you mean? You know, Bill Gates tracking you. 
<laughs> I don't get the logic behind that, honestly. It's like, oh, it's got a microchip. They're going to track you. It's like, you have cell phones. They're already tracking you regardless. Oh, yeah. We pay monthly for that service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is so true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, like I said, I just don't get the logic behind that. Well, there's not a lot of logic behind it, so... <laughs> All right, so you spent your your uh, weekend pretty much recuperating. Recuperating. I tried to do some work on the cars, but it, the body just wanted to sleep. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. All right. I had to work overtime. I did hear. I did hear. Yeah, that sucked. I actually wanted to go to Sugoi. Mm-hmm. That was on Saturday, but it was a very early Sugoi. I barely found that out after I woke up at the time that I put my alarm. Because, again, like I said, my body was, like, tired, fatigued. So, like, we get off work, like, around 12 since Saturdays are half days and stuff. And I just put myself to sleep, took a shower and just put myself to sleep. Set an alarm for, like, 6 p.m. Woke up. Oh, Sugoi's over. I was like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> They did a noon to five, noon I think. Noon to five. And my dumbass didn't read the flyer, thinking that it was going to be like the same as always, like late at night. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw it, but, you know, the project I'm working on at, at my job right now is, uh, you know, shit's kind of hitting the fan a little bit. <laughs> kind of like the snowball catching up behind us. So, mm. yeah, so we kind of had to work the overtime basically yeah. so it sucked because i was kind of like oh how early can i get there will i be off on time but in order to really make it even for a couple hours i would need to leave straight from work to over there and then go back and mm-hmm. nah <laughs> just nah so i i went ahead and just did my work day and went home unfortunately so hopefully on the next one i guess Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, but that kind of put a damper on it a little bit. And then uh, Sunday, I actually washed and waxed the Type R. It needed it really bad. <laughs> you were supposed to come over. I didn't wake up till late, buddy. Uh, to be honest, I needed that rest, so it doesn't really matter. For sure. I woke up like super late. And then uh, I was like, shit, I still haven't washed the car from the track. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know what it was, but like the the rubber marks from the track that get on the paint. They're staying on? No, no, no. That butter wax I got from Detail Garage takes it right off. There was just a lot more than I've ever had at any other track day. <laughs> well, you did push the car to its limits at that point, I think. Well, I just found it weird because I kind of felt like I didn't sit in a lot of traffic you know what i mean mm-hmm. i was in very little traffic all day so like there's other events i've been you know pushing the car kind of fast with cars in front of me and i figured maybe that's how it gets kicked up and stuck on the car or something but i'm pretty sure you had that mentality of like captain yami from black clovers like go pay- go beyond my limits oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the phrase is go um go fast don't suck Okay. <laughs> but no, I don't know. For some reason, there was just a ton of fucking marks on it. It took me longer than I thought to remove them all. 
Hmm. So that that was fun. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, family just stayed and everything's, and I, of course, I was just sleeping most of the time. Didn't really do much. Just maybe some catch up some anime at the end of the day, but that's about it. Ooh. Okay. Hey, yeah. so new season out. Has there been any that kind of caught your attention yet? Uh, I mean... I showed you the one before we recorded, the one that caught my attention. The... Shit. Ah, shit, I forgot the name. High Rise Invasion? Yes. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's that's the one that's kind of on my radar. I started watching uh two weeks ago, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of like artwork and a bunch of other stuff, uh, pictures for it and everything floating around, some like little small clips, but I never got the chance to watch it or anything. Is it on Crunchyroll, or where did we watch it on? It, that is a Netflix exclusive. I doubt it's a Netflix exclusive. I mean, usually Netflix just buys the rights and just slaps that, uh, that logo on it. Okay, so it's on Netflix. I don't know where else. Maybe it, it might be hiding. I, I mean, a pretty, it's a Netflix exclusive because it's only on Netflix. But again, it's just a sticker they just slap on. Okay, well, it's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what did you think? I showed you, what, two episodes, I think? The first two? Two episodes, then I had to go take a shit, but yeah. Yeah, well, that's the story of your life right now. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was definitely very interesting uh, with the whole concept. It kind of reminded me some other series. Of course, it, this one in particular wasn't as graphic or as detailed as the other series, but it, it was pretty nice. Yeah, when I first started it, I kind of thought like, oh, it's you know survival game. It's kind of like a ripoff of like Future Diary or something going on, mm-hmm. but... They kind of have their own unique twist on it, and I, I kind of got intrigued with the story too. So yeah, and it has like my kind of bloody, bloody stuff that I enjoy on the animes. You know, I didn't see too much blood. You're focusing on the wrong things, buddy. <laughs> I was focusing on the right things the whole entire watching. All right, all right. <laughs> but I, I liked it. I liked it. I think that's that's gonna be one of my favorites for the for the season. Okay. Have there been any new ones, or you just been mostly catching up on the uh, second, third seasons, or whatever out? Uh, so I did catch up on Laid Back Camp, and there was another anime I forgot what I ca- caught up on. I'm trying to remember, but for sure, I mean, I do need to start watching the new Megalobox. Oh, did it, is it out now? Uh, if I'm correct, it's out now. Ooh, all right. I got to wait for a couple episodes to stack up on me. <laughs> uh, I did try to watch some animes on Crunchyroll, but for some reason, I couldn't watch them. Just wasn't catching your attention or no software? I would select the series, select the first episode to start watching it, and it would just give me an error. You know, like, am I having connecting issues? And I just go to a different series click on the first episode, and it plays like nothing. Go back to it, error. Huh. And it has all the episodes. It's like, it shouldn't give me an error, but Try I it on desktop. I'll have to try, because I have noticed that uh, when I watch anime on desktop from Crunchyroll, there's more animes showing up on the list. Yeah, and it, it's just more reliable. And it doesn't show up on console. Yeah. Or on the mobile app phone. Yeah, I'd, I'd say try it on PC and just uh, 
connected to your TV. I know, but here's the weird thing. Like, the anime How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Do you remember that one? Yes, I believe so. Uh, so that one I can find on desktop. On console or the mobile phone app, it's non-existent. Huh, it won't weird. even show up if you try to search it. That's really weird. All right. Well, I guess uh, once again, PC for the win. Looks like it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, Manny, let's get into our headlines. What's going on? Well, we did talk about the vaccine. Yes. And there's a county called Placer County, which is about northeast, a little bit northeast of Sacramento. Okay, this is still California? This is still California. Okay. And there is actually a COVID vaccination site at the Placer Valley Event Center. And that's where they're doing vaccinations and everything. And they closed April 1st and April 2nd. Okay. For an anime convention. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, so when I first I was like, did did the anime convention like lobby to close down a vaccination site just to hold their anime swap meet or what what just happened? I don't know. You tell me. It, it's weird. Uh but so the anime uh, it, I've seen this convention many times headline and everything but it's just like one of those northern cons that i don't pay attention because it's out of my reach yeah what's the name of it sack anime oh you know what i have heard of that one yeah 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 i have heard of that one that's yeah. a pretty popular one actually it is there. it is but like northern region so out of my reach so i'll just see it but i won't pay attention yeah. to it much so they actually hosted their like anime swami convention there and everything and they made a statement like saying like they had no direct correlation towards the shutting down of the vaccination site only because there was actually two dates open on their list for schedule for that center. So they chose those dates. Oh, okay, okay. So they're pretty much putting it on the venue like, hey, they scheduled us. We had nothing to do with kicking it, them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the the interesting part was they offered the vaccination uh, organization or whatever a group is doing the vaccinations to that they'll restrict the amount of the swap meet or the convention to offer space for vaccinations to keep going. Let me guess. The condition was they just had to cosplay. No. <laughs> uh, but it looks like they actually declined the offer. Okay. I guess they just wanted to respect the event. I mean, if I was in that field, I'd probably just take take it off and not want to be around weebs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, because of that, the vaccination site um, actually extended their hours a few days before the event of SAC Anime just to like compensate for the cl- the closure and everything. Yeah, yeah. Fill, fill up whatever they you would normally miss on. Mm-hmm. And with that, I mean, SAC Anime, of course, like every other convention, expo and everything, um, they had all numerous events canceled, like especially last year and everything. And this year uh, as well, like we saw that uh, SAC Anime canceled both of its uh, expos or cons. I always I always get them t- those two mixed up, but I still say they're like the same thing, expos and conventions. Yeah. Uh, so they had one in summer 2020. And then they also had another one in September of last year. 
and also for one this year in the winter, but those were canceled just due to just because of COVID concerns. But seeing how springtime and like the situation getting better, so I guess they were able to get the chance to still continue. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they actually went through with the whole convention, to be honest. It was delayed, actually, because it was supposed to be in January. Yeah. So the delay, actually, I guess that's what made them see that opening for those days at the venue schedule. Nice. Okay. Well, shoot, maybe there's some hope to get back to more uh, some more normalcy. But is waifu more important than vaccine? That's the big question. I mean, in this case, I think it kind of took it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those wheels be dirty, though. Well, that's why they probably didn't want it. Like I said, that's why they didn't want to set up during the convention. That would have been a perfect opportunity to get some, like, hygiene course instruction courses to those weebs though <laughs> i stand by they need to like de-louse everybody as they come in <laughs> de-louse just, <laughs> just treat it like prison just <laughs> toss them some deodorant powder before they come in <laughs> just give them their like rations of like general hygiene and stuff you look like you haven't left the basement in a month here <laughs> i mean at that point just like get like lysol to like sponsor the events <laughs> We could, we could. <laughs> or Old Spice. Yeah? What other companies can we get to sponsor these these conventions for these smelly weebs? Febreze. Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If everybody would just wear deodorant when I go to these uh, events, I'd be happy. It really would make... The experience even much better. I, I remember my first convention. I used to always think that was just a joke just to kind of like talk shit. And then I actually show up to the invention, convention and I start going through the crowds and I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Trust me, it was a bit worse when it's staffing for conventions. Oh, I'm sure. Not saying not saying about the staff on other staff volunteers, but being in charge of the general public you could tell they're they're out there oh yeah no it lingers it lingers man <laughs> like i said the first time i went out i really thought it was just like a joke just to kind of like talk shit like a meme or something you know <laughs> and then it hit me once it hit me twice and i'm like this is not a coincidence anymore <laughs> nah, i had one that hit me 50 times just by one person jeez and it was at a concert and he was sitting right next to me arm up right next to you uh muscle shirt on <laughs> oh no he legit smelled like an la homeless person jeez did you say something uh i i'll I, take that as a no, no. <laughs> i just tried my best to stay i had the i had the aisle seat so i was just like staying more in the aisle Every now and then, the the staff would yell and would like get mad. He was like, "He's like, get back in your seat." I was like, "Please." He smells. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you should. Oh, they wouldn't let you carry aerosol can, huh? Get one of those little mini axe aerosol cans. Every time he lift up his arm, just like spritz them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw, uh, speaking of that, I did see a video where like this dude was just sitting in the subway. And he was just sitting there, and he starts smelling. So he starts smelling his own armpits. It's like he doesn't. And then he looks up. There's a girl just like standing next to him with her arm holding the bar, 
right in his face and he realized where the smell was coming from just pulled out a deodorant sprays it and then she just bitch slaps him that's fucking hilarious but it's almost like the worst feeling when you smell it and you kind of have to check yourself like oh fuck is that me (laughs) yeah it's it's always a concern so i was like shit dude like okay like i might not always have like you know my beard shaved i might not give a fuck if my hair is combed sometimes but god damn i don't want to be the one fucking smelling mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-mm. that's definitely much. all right so uh smelly weaves postponed vaccines yes all right what else we got <laughs> so this is interesting just because um i have like almost every sony console in terms of the playstations except for the psp that's the only one i'm missing Okay. And Sony is actually closing the PlayStation Store for the PS3, the Vita, and the PSP. What surprised me was the PSP because I didn't know that was still being supported. Yeah, that one's super old. Granted, you can still buy PSP games for the Vita just because the Vita is like like the next generation of the PSP. Yeah, well, I mean, the Vita was kind of like that bastard child release that really didn't get a lot of attention. A lot of the attention in North America. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm referring to. Obviously, because, not as a global thing, but here it was just wasn't a thing. The main reason why is because um, the Vita was actually a very great handheld, uh, handheld console. Uh, the only issue was Japan was very greedy with their games. So we just got a lot of just like the shitty, shitty games here in the North America for the Vita. And that's the reason why it didn't perform well here because of greediness for the games to be released. I would have to put some blame more towards social justice warriors just because of like uh, localized uh, w- uh, Western localization, like uh, complaints and stuff over like stupid issues just because of like social justice warriors and stuff. But that's partly what uh, my opinion on some of the blames for that reason. But uh, again, Japan was just a little bit greedy on their games. Yeah, so it was probably more of a uh, licensing and royalties thing. I would assume so. Because, I mean, social justice can only stop business so much. You know what I mean? No, that is true. That so is true. It, most, most of the time it usually has to do with, hey, if this comes over there, you know, I want X royalties or X, you know, payment for the licensing and rights to produce it in North America and translate it and all that stuff, you know? It's true. I mean, especially, and like I said, when uh, I have a Vita and then I would go to like GameStop every now and then, and I always check their PSP section and it's just filled with like these really weird, obscure titles that like just you would see there sitting for months because. It just doesn't catch anybody's attention. Yeah, it was just BS games. Exactly. Okay. Sorry, tangent, but go ahead. You were saying about the Sony. So they're actually going to close the PlayStation stores for these consoles and platforms for this summer, actually. So that means any games that you want to buy on these platforms will no longer be accessible, except if you have already purchased them in the past before the closure. As far as uh, like online download stuff, yes, okay. online digital copies. Um, if you have funds in your in your in your PSN account on during on these platforms, they're still redeemable. If you have like the newer generation consoles, 
but anything else it's no longer allowed like uh like to buy purchase like those older games especially on those consoles like i said yeah well i mean it's been a while now right mm-hmm. the ps4 came out when ps4 has been out for a while dude yeah it's been more than enough time i guess to kind of yeah. uh, transfer there's no re- real reason to support it anymore mm-hmm. and i mean so well, obviously the, i'm talking about three but you know so you're like your your wallet funds will like remain on your account but you can't use them on the platforms like i said and of course online features in-game purchases all that stuff also will be uh no longer available Unless you've previously bought it for Unless, downloads. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting, especially for the PS3. I mean, the PS3 is still kind of relative. Is it? More relative than the Vita and the PSP. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see that, that it's going to be all all three of these at the same time. I would expect it more from the Vita, of course, because it was dying. PSP, still surprised that it was still uh, supported. But PS3, I think they should still let it go a little bit more, longer. I guess. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, at this point, wouldn't they... It's Is it to their benefit, you know, monetarily to support three different systems? Like well, networks, the, you know what I mean? At this point, they were supporting like five... Exactly. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> if uh, And I'm sure it also has to do with how many people were still purchasing, right? Mm-hmm. So if they had a good slew of people purchasing stuff on PS3 network, on the Vita network or the PSP network, why shut it down? If they're just not getting the money traffic through there, why continue to support it? Shit, I'm about to go in there and just buy a shitload of games <laughs> before this closure. <laughs> I mean, it's probably too late now, but yeah, maybe before the closure. Yeah. No, I still got till summertime. There you go. A little bit, right? Yeah, pretty much. And speaking of video games, so I read across an article that was really interesting, actually. Uh, So it looks like the world's biggest video game cheat company was finally busted by the police. Biggest video game cheat company? Yeah. Do you know the name of the company? They didn't specify the name. But what's interesting, actually, no. There might be a name. Oh. Nope, they don't say a name. Okay, so what kind of cheats, though? Like, So they would sell a subscription service to, like, I guess, like, give bots or sold, like, cheats and everything for your games, like, online multiplayer games, like, from Call of Duty to Overwatch, uh destiny and just many other different types of games that have to involve like multiplayers and everything and the gaming community kind of takes it seriously when it comes to uh, cheaters i remember when i was playing overwatch we actually had a one point where the the opposing team had a cheater they were using a bot aim um cheat which was giving them like infinite kills they could be shooting at the wall and the person that's maybe a few feet away from the wall would get killed and they would get and it would get count as a kill. Huh. Uh so the opposing team noticed it. My team noticed it when we played. 
the opposing team forfeited the match right away and kicked that guy off their lobby and kind of hit us up. It's like, do you want a rematch this time without the cheater? And it's like, yeah, we did it. Yeah. So, because nobody likes to play with cheaters because it just ruins it, honestly. I mean, why would you... I mean, to me, that sounds like it sucks the fun out of it, too. It does. It does. Like, even for the cheater himself, like, why? Mm-hmm. And... You have all these other companies that are like now banning. Uh, there's actually companies that like stay up to date with like the gaming networks and everything. And any signs of cheats will like go through like a database or some sort of like alert system, and they would just get like flagged so they can get banned and everything. I think I had a few buddies that tried to cheat on Overwatch, and they got flagged and banned. Oof. There was there was one incident where like a seven year old was like playing. I forgot what game he was playing, but he was banned. But I think they also, like, later on said that it was just because of his age that they didn't want him playing it. I'm not too sure. I'd have to look, I have to go back and follow it. Yeah. Uh, but going back to this company, so, like, they were selling, like, a subscription service or, like, having subscription prices for the services um, just to, like, sell cheats and, like, have, like, these, like, uh, advantages when playing these games and everything. And the prices would range from like $10 a day to $200 a month. Jesus. Yeah. So this was actually in China. So when the the Chinese police actually went and raided the place and they seized about $46 million in assets. And I'm pretty sure a big chunk of those assets were probably their luxury cars, which were all seized as well. Yikes. I was trying to find more information about what cars in particular were seized, but they didn't specify anything. Okay. And I mean, something that involved, they're probably not only doing video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're probably doing a ton of other stuff, too. I mean, people want to cheat and will pay to cheat just for, like, pay to win, basically, in these games. Yeah. Just to have that glory that they have those, like, achievements and everything. So, I mean, who knows? There was. I, I'm gonna read this. It's kind of throwing shade at China, but it. I kind of agree with it. Not more so, kind of, but I actually kind of do. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm just trying to get, not get us canceled by China. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh has no power over you here. Uh, but this was a direct quote. From the article, this is, if anybody's interested, this is on Kotaku, uh, kotaku.com. It's like, whether it really was the world's largest cheat operation is up for debate. Chinese authorities often make these performative gestures while countless other illegal operations, especially those related in counterfeit goods, are given free reign to operate throughout the country. So, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we all obviously already know that, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that was really interesting. Again, I wish I knew which cars were seized, but they didn't give any information on that. I mean, they could have all been counterfeit cars. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen those? No. There actually are counterfeit Chinese cars. I mean, I wouldn't they, doubt it. They're made to look like GTRs. They're made to look like Mustangs. They're made to look like uh, AMGs. Mm. But they're proportionally different sizes and <laughs> obviously not the same motors. I'll look some up and, and I'll show you one of these days. Maybe we'll do a little segment on the podcast about it. Okay. They're kind of funny to look at. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else we got on the board, Manny? So 
we did talk about the new 8.6 last time. What's the what's the update? Oh, yes. So we have the first look for the 8.6 Toyota. And, you know, I think we talked about a little bit some of the engine specs and everything. We did. But uh, here is actually the GR86. Why is, it, why is the steering wheel on the right side? You know why, Manny. I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to play this with you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So here's some pictures. We're going to go through well, it. Why does the white look so bland? I don't know. The white looks really bland, but it looks... I mean, the red looks even nicer because it pops, but the white just looks dead. <laughs> A little bit. I'm not too sure about the front grill. The front grill? Just how big it is. You know the... Is, is that like... Uh, like Are they trying to rival BMW with that? No, no, no. I mean, uh, as the years progress, you can always see kind of a general thing throughout a lot of different car companies, and a lot of times it has to do with safety ratings. I don't know. I'm I'm going to assume it's buck tooth versus open mouth. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look like at the, you know, let's say 2015s or so, you mm-hmm. you'll notice a lot of cars began to have a flat face. Yeah. And the reason is because they de- that was in developments of safety technology to help disperse um, impacts throughout uh, the car. I, I didn't care about the whole flat part. I just meant like how big it is. Oh, well, cooling and I guess maybe that's the new style coming. I mean, we saw that from BMW. <laughs> you know, it's not as bad as BMW, though. I know. Because, uh, goddamn. This actually looks a lot better. Um, I think... Subaru might have done a... No, actually, I think I do like the Toyota one better than the Subaru, mm-hmm. at least as far as the grill. The headlights kind of remind me a little bit of the Z. It The BRZ looks kind of look like a happy face while the the Toyota 8.6 looks like a raging They look a little face. angrier. Yeah. yeah, they look a little angrier, yeah. Although the rear of the Toyota, I don't know why, I fucking love it. It does look nice. <laughs> The rear looks really, really good. And the interior looks really good, too. Yeah. But um, with the little horsepower bump they did, mind you, they only did like a 23 horsepower bump. Mm-hmm. Um, they're claiming a second faster on their 0 to 60. Really? Yeah, full second. That's that's actually impressive. That's super impressive. Um total like a torso rigidity like the the rigidness of the chassis they're going up 50 percent approximately 50 percent. okay so they've actually fine-tuned this chassis even more which you know i've given that i've driven uh our buddies before on the track yeah it's a very responsive and very well handling car already this might be a whole nother level like <laughs> that's actually really cool yeah <laughs> So I'm excited to start seeing these. Makes me want to test drive one. Maybe buy one. We'll see. But you already drove one. The new one now. Oh, the new one. Yeah, okay. the new one okay. now. Yeah, the new one now. So th- this looks like it's going to be a really fun car. Really, really fun car. What are we looking at? Price. So there's no official release on price. Um, Subaru's already started pre-orders for Japan. Okay. And they're starting at the high 20s, almost 30. So maybe we'd be looking at this around the same price range for the Toyota? Probably somewhere around 30 for the Toyota. More than likely, it's going to start somewhere around there. Okay. 
So it's still like a very fair, moderately priced car. It seems like they really, really dialed in some more on the suspension, which is, you know, baffling that they were even able to improve it more, you know? So it seems like it's going to be a really, really fun one. I want to drive one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Japan. Let's do it. But, uh, yeah, I, I think these are going to be great. I can't wait to see see them go more. Nice. Obviously, um, power is still low, but they were never really built for that. And I think with this one, it kind of gives a good uh, class that I think is needed. Not all of them have to all be coming out three, 400 horsepower. You know what I mean? They really don't. And they've done a good job with this one to where it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still probably a super fun car. So I can't wait to see it. Hopefully, um, I think its only competitor for a while was the Miata. Yeah. So I'd like to see the hopefully the Miata steps it up a little bit too. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, what else we got on the board, Manny? Uh, so we have Ken Block. Yes. So you remember, oh, shoot, maybe two months ago, three months ago, uh, Ken Block's divorce from Ford? Yes. So he is now selling his Jim Connor cars. All of them? Uh, well, three of him. Okay. Three of his uh, Jim Connor rally cars. Uh, the Focus, the Fiesta, and the uh, Escort. And I don't know if you know, know the Escort very well. That's the uh, the RS two hundred. Now you've heard of it. It is kind of one of those holy grail rally legends. I've I've heard of the RS two thousand uh, mainly just because of like a mobile drag two hundred sorry two hundred yeah uh, mainly just because of a mobile drag racing game that I used to play and I actually had that car and actually outperformed a lot of cars. Yeah, those things are awesome and extremely rare and and just in terms that i've never heard of it it's in just never heard of it or never seen actual video footage of ken block in it yeah yeah well it seems that uh he's putting them up for sale i don't know whether this is a move for money or maybe things ended sour with ford enough to be to this point where he's like hey fuck you i'm getting rid of this shit (laughs) Or maybe just because of the divorce, he just didn't want to have them there just because of the divorce. I mean, maybe. I mean, who knows? I'm sure he makes enough money to where he could have kept them if he wanted them, you know? Mm-hmm. But it seems like he's going to put them up for sale. And, man, could you imagine being able to buy one of those? <laughs> any any word on prices? So, the according to the listing, the RS two hundred has a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar asking price. What? Five hundred and fifty thousand dollar asking price. Mum is <laughs> shit. Oh yeah. You ready to go finance it? <laughs> uh, just let me take out a small loan of a million dollars. Okay, go for it. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> yeah, obviously, very high dollar. I don't know if maybe he's thinking that he can ride the hype before they kind of fall to obscurity and try to sell later, you know? Now, is this one the most expensive one out of the three? I'd imagine this is one of the most expensive ones. So it doesn't yes. say anything about the other prices? It doesn't say anything about the other ones, but uh, yeah, I'm assuming this is going to be, that's probably the more expensive one. For sure, and by far it will be. 
So you figure the other ones might be maybe in the twos, threes? Still? <laughs> Still. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's to fund other projects that he wants to get done. <clears throat> the Fox Body Project. <laughs> you're still sour on that one aren't you? i really am that would have been amazing and that that's why i that's what makes the question on whether there was a fallout before because they were going to build that fox body and mm. that would have been amazing so yeah you know ken block i know you're listening you're not listening but <laughs> sell those fucking things and build the fox body damn it in your fantasy he's listening i know well Sure. I just want the Fox body built. <laughs> I'll let you like fix your Fox body one. first. My Fox body's running. I took it to work on Saturday. <laughs> Which was... Uh, makes me makes me remember why I kind of hate driving that car in traffic. <laughs> I didn't even know you were working on Saturday. And I was actually t- going to tell you to pick me up for Suway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was working. It sucked. But since I'm do- I've been working a couple Saturdays now... I went ahead and I just start taking the fox body, get its little cycle going. Mm-hmm. Kind of nice that it still can do a you know 110 mile round trip and be okay. True. But yeah, so they're they're up for sale. I'm gonna try to see if I can watch them and see and find out how much the other cars go for, and where they end up. Who knows? It's probably gonna go to some fucking crazy ass rich collector, and just just be up at like a museum or something. Yeah, because I don't think these were ever really built to compete for any team. No, I think these were just built for his joy. Well, they were built for the Gymkhana videos, the promotional, right? The promotional aspect that Ford got with it and got with him. They collabed together. And I think it was mostly just kind of like the the Hoonicorn was. It was built completely out of spec and class for any kind of fucking racing, you know? Any kind of competition racing, at least. Yeah. And it was just meant to to hoon it for the video. So I'm sure these are probably built to the same spec. But yeah, I want to keep an eye on it and see how much the other ones go for because I think that'd be pretty pretty dope to see. Uh, but uh, with that, Manny, what else do we have on the board? Uh, did Pablo Escobar have a race car? Let's see. Yes, he did. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's actually up for sale right now. Is it wanted for murder? No, no, no. It's up at a. It's up for sale at the uh, Dupont Registry. Oh, okay. And it's actually a race car with some history. So, what kind of car is it? It is a 1974 911 RSR. The hell? Yes, this is the Carrera 3.0 IROC race car. He had that. He had that. It was raced by uh, Emerson uh, Phil Phil to Paldi. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Way to butcher the name. Oh yeah, but uh, it's actually a full prepped historic race car, and this was actually out of his private collection. Is there any hidden pockets of cocaine involved? No, but the. Bidding starts with uh, cocaine kilos instead of money. (laughs) (laughs) I got tree fitty. What they got? Well, you know what? They're actually asking more than the Gymkhana cars. What? Oh, I can see why. Well, you pop the trunk and there's extra value in there. Frunk. Uh, 
uh, cocaine. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, of, I was thinking of dead bodies at this point. No, 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 no. I mean, it is Pablo Escobar we're talking about. This is true. This is true. But they are have it up for the asking price of two point two million. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's more than that 70s Volvo just for the vanity plate. Oh, no. Actually, no. That that actually sold it from Fort War. Oh, that's right. It yeah, was $20 million for that one. Ridiculous. Just for the vanity plate. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. What kind of uh, drug lord money car would you buy? Drug lord car. I, did, I was not expecting this at all. That's really interesting. Yeah. I mean... You, Seems like he must have been some type of gearhead, right? I'm interested to see what else was in his collection of cars. I don't know if I can consider him a drug lord, but I would love to have one of Al Capone's cars. Okay, just any of his cars? Yeah, just because of that whole antique style and everything from back in the day. Okay, okay. I think I'd actually be more in the... Pablo Escobar camp on this one. Okay. I kind of like the idea that, you know, buy some crazy expensive historic race car mm. and and kind of have it in there as my little trophy thing. <laughs> like, that's fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would end up with one of these 911s or like a GT40. Okay, okay. All day long. <laughs> But uh, what else we got, Manny? I think I got one something else in there, right? Uh, Carfax trivia. Yes. So what I'm going to do is we're going to run through one Carfax today. And we're going to kind of discuss it because I think this is going to surprise you. So we're talking the 10 highest mileage vehicles in the world. Okay. So these are privately owned cars. That just clocked the highest mileage on their cars. Okay. So we have the top 10 here. And I'm going to give you three guesses to name something in the top five. Top five? Let's okay. see with that. Let's see if that's fair. Okay. So guess number one. You go. You're just going to throw that one away <laughs> like that, really? <laughs> Just gonna toss it out the window. It breaks down. You don't use gas at all, so it just saves gas. But it ain't getting any mileage on it. <laughs> Going uh, for distance here, Manny. <laughs> saves money though. No, no, it doesn't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So. Electric cars are not involved in this, of course. No, these are all internal combustion cars. Hybrids involved? There are no hybrids on this list. Okay. So it's just strictly internal combustion? Yeah. Well, I think hybrids would count, but I don't think any of them made this list. Okay. Uh, that's, that's actually... Damn, this is hard now. <laughs> <laughs> How so? You got tons of stuff to choose from. What is the most reliable car in your head that, that you think is making those miles? Toyota pickup. Toyota pickup. So you're talking about the little indestructible minis, right? Yes. 
No, not even in the top 10. God, they're indestructible, though. Not even in the top 10, buddy. I call bullshit. This is, <laughs> this is they, obviously, they obviously bribed this list. I call bullshit. All right, all right. Come on. Let's throw another one okay. out. Okay. Uh, Toyota Camry. Toyota Camry, the old faithful. Everybody knows those things are reliable and run forever. Not even in the top 10. Damn. Cutlass? A what? Cutlass. Cutlass? Like an yeah. Oldsmobile? Yeah. What made you think those motherfuckers are reliable? I don't know. They were they were the number one selling cars for multiple years. You still see them on the road? Yeah. Not even in the top ten. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's going to be the next one? I just had one in my mind, but I just threw a blank at this point. Wait, but that's... Nothing like the Civic or Accord. Yeah, or, there you go. Or a that's Corolla what I had in my mind, the Civic. A Civic? Yeah. Not in the top ten. Damn. They're really throwing this shit out here then. Yeah. They're a little bit weird cars, to be honest. It's kind of surprising. Okay. Well, there goes my three guesses. Yeah. <laughs> so, number number ten. I'm going to go work my way backwards here. Number ten is an F-250. 2006. Diesel or gas? This is Gas. And he has 1.2 million miles on it. Damn. So 2006, he's been driving the fuck out of it. <laughs> Although there is an asterisk here that he's been through two engines. Ooh. Or he's on his second engine. So that's still not terrible, really. So he comes in at number 10. Number 9 is actually a... Is this one diesel? I don't think so. It is a um, Silverado 3500. 2006 that, as well, for some reason. That should be diesel. That should be diesel? That should be diesel. Okay. I want to call that one a little bit of a cheater, because diesels, for the most part, will go a lot more than gasoline engines. They will. <laughs> Seriously, long lifespan? Yeah, this one was a diesel. Yep. And better fuel mileage. Yes, 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 yes. So this one also went over a million miles. And then uh, coming in at number eight, and you'll kind of start seeing this one as a bit of a trend. It's a 1966 Mercedes-Benz 250. Hmm. Yeah. So, so I'm guessing the trend's going to be like multiple Mercedes. Yes. I've, oddly enough, yes, multiple Mercedes. Okay. Multiple old Mercedes is what I'll say. I think. Yeah, I think is what I saw. And and yeah, again, that one was around the one point two million mile mark. Um, th- although this one had uh two bottom end rebuilds, four top end rebuilds, and two rebuilt transmissions. Good old German engineering. <laughs> um, going back to trucks again. A 1991 Silverado. Huh. Yep. I, I'm still perplexed about the pickup I'm not on there. Well, you got to remember, too, this is a 350 block. True. That 350 block Chevy has been using since the 60s. True. They used it all the way to the late 90s, basically, and really just kept advancing it into the LS motors. That is true. 
So the the original LT1 350 block is basically an assumption of 30 years of, I guess, no, I don't want to say perfection, but basically critiquing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They critiqued it for 30 fucking years, so they better have gotten right by the 90s, you know? Yeah. So those those things are pretty solid motors. Um, under that same echelon is an 83 town car, and this starts breaking into the 1.3 million mark. Okay. And the 83 town car, same thing as the 91 Silverado, the 83 town car is the Ford 5.0 motor. Mm -hmm. Basically, what's in the Fox body yeah. is what's in the Mustangs and all that stuff. And again, it's basically a similar iteration of the 289 from the 60s that they just, they use for fucking ever, you know? Mm -hmm. So because they used it forever, yeah, by the 80s, they got it pretty dialed in. I think the only reason it's a town car and not a Mustang is because... Mustangs tend to get beat the fuck out of. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. They just tend to get beat the fuck out of. So they could be as uh, reliable a motor as they want, but they're going to fall apart. <laughs> that is true. Um, this one at number five, I kind of call a cheater car. Because this one hit 1.6 million miles. But they did it in seven engines and three transmissions. <laughs> so the car alone did that many mileage, but not the engine. Oh, no. Seven fucking engines, man. <laughs> and what car was that? It was a Beetle. Oh, shit. <laughs> the guy bought it brand new off the lot in 1963. And one thing I kind of noticed, kind of like typical with all these cars, is that the people who had them basically kept meticulous record on them i mean records of every oil change every repair everything that went wrong with them every time they changed tires so it seems like those really meticulous people that really maintenance their cars i see that more when it comes to german cars especially Maybe the that's VWs. what it is specifically the vws specifically the vws I have noticed that. Okay. I mean, the Beetle itself was never a super reliable car to begin with. That's probably why it took him seven engines. Mm -hmm. But uh, he did not give up, I guess. He fucking went for it. <laughs> uh, coming in number four, which was a really weird one for me, too, was uh, Plymouth Fury. Plymouth Fury. Yeah, it's a 63 interesting so this one was a little bit um back and forth as far as personal it was this guy's personal car but he also used it as a taxi so it was personal but it was also sort of a business car it's still interesting gray area yeah but he hit 1.6 million miles on it and unfortunately for this car it was retired when it was struck by another truck at a at a red light Ooh, isn't that the fucking worst dude um, number three is a Volvo two, um, a Volvo two forty five wagon. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, one sold for like twenty million, but yeah, <laughs> it wasn't this one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this one, this one was um, again, it's still one point six. By these, they're already they're only ten thousand miles apart, basically. Mm -hmm. This is a, a hundred blah one point six um, 
and 30,000 versus 20,000. So it's literally only 10,000 miles apart now. Going in at number two, we see another old Mercedes. This one's a 76 240D, which I believe is a diesel again. I can see that just because it's diesel. Yeah, well, this guy banked up to 2.8 million. Oh, that's a big gap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a huge, huge gap from from uh, two one, to three. One point six to two. Oh, wait. The previous one was two point three, right? The previous one was uh one point six, and then this one's at two point eight. Okay, so yeah, so that's a that's a pretty big big gap. Right oh there. yeah, yeah. And again, this guy was kind of like that gray area because he used it as a taxi, but it was also his personal car. Mm-hmm. Now, when he finally got this one and he got like the the record or whatever. Mercedes actually reached out to him and offered to give him a brand new C-Class. Ooh. Obviously, he had to give them the 240. That's true. <laughs> I, I think I think they just wanted to have like glory that their car lasted that long. It is the highest mileage car they've they've have recorded to date for hmm. their company basically. So Obviously, he fucking did the trade. I would. You know what I mean? True. Would you reject it? No, I would not reject Fuck it. no. <laughs> so the car actually sits in a museum, like a Mercedes-Benz company museum, to be on display now. Yeah. So, you know, you drive your car long enough, I guess. <laughs> and uh, coming in at number one is a 1966 Volvo 1800. Okay. Now I was Saint- expecting a Yugo, but okay. <laughs> That's not gonna happen, Manny. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh but yeah, so this guy basically drives approximately a hundred thousand miles a year. God damn. What the, <laughs> the fuck did he does he do? Um he actually travels with this car. So I think he got it with Where the, the intention. What the fuck is he traveling at a hundred thousand miles a year? He's going to do car shows, do events, and he said the longest one trip he took from New York to Vancouver, like he just road trips the car all over the um, Northern America. God damn. Again, super detailed maintenance on everything. Oil changes every 3,000 miles. Transmission fluid changes every 25,000 miles. And you want to take a stab at how many miles he's up at? Because he's still going. Because you said 100,000 miles a a month or a year. A year. And what year is it? This is a... Well, I don't know if he has it like by the book from when he bought it, but this is a 1966. 66. I'm going to say 10 million? Oh, geez. That's aiming super high. No. (laughs) He's at over 3 million miles right now and still going currently. Oh, I, was, I was expecting a higher number. No. I mean, 3 million is fucking crazy. So he's still going right now. So who knows when it exactly will end. But holy crap, man. Yeah. Um, it says that he actually was able to make it on his original clutch. clutch so it's a manual transmission. Um, on the factory original clutch, he was able to do 450,000 miles on it. God damn. So he has to baby the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> but I just thought it was kind of interesting that we didn't see 
like when I was kind of looking some stuff up just for, you know, interesting little tidbits, you know, I was expecting to see the Toyota pickup, a Camry, a Civic or something, you know, because that's in my mind, those are the cars that are fucking going on and keep going and going, you know? Yeah. But weirdly enough, it was mostly, did we have any Japanese cars? No. No, it was all, I mean, American V8s and German, (laughs) German diesel, really. I'm not sure what the Volvo 240 is, but it seems like the German diesels or German, older German cars and American V8s. That's really weird. I I really was not expecting that. I really thought it was going to be like, you know, a Camry, a Corolla, a Civic or something or a Toyota pickup, you know? I'm still baffled that the Toyota pickup's not on there. It's not on there. I'm pretty sure there is one in the world. It's just not being reported. Maybe. Maybe. Anybody out there should be reporting it. I mean, I'm sure there's some with... Maybe uh, maybe if there was a different study, because these are obviously like more anecdotal, because mm-hmm. these are individual one car. You know what I mean? One car that made it there. It's not really like speaking for everything as a whole. Because... Fuck you. If you would have, well, if the number 10, you know, the F250, that's still the Triton. I wouldn't trust a Triton motor for shit, but (laughs) (laughs) apparently it's up there. You know what I mean? So it's all anecdotal to one car. So I'm wondering if there was probably some kind of study or form that showed like a broader range of like out of how many cars, how many make it to this mileage, and out of this many cars, how many make it to this higher mileage, you know? And how many bribes were taken for this list? Don't get bitter on me, Manny. <laughs> I, I'd be curious to see kind of where the curves start actually falling, you know? True. Like maybe we might see bigger curves for the Toyotas going at higher mileage in bigger numbers versus some of these, you know? And, you know, in all honesty, from what it looks like, the only newer cars on here are the diesel the diesel Chevy and the, the Triton Ford. And then behind there is pretty much the early 90s and early 80s Chevy and Ford. And then all the German stuff from the 60s. So, kind of weird. Yeah. I guess they're not the most efficient, but they keep running. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. I think with that, Manny, that's our episode, man. Definitely. Why don't you tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, you want to send us an email, got some questions, anything at all, go ahead and email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Put on some deodorant. Go fast. Don't suck. <laughs>